Well, good morning, everyone. And welcome to all those who are worshiping with us from home. Um, we're doing something pretty new and exciting today. Um, we've got the Zoom feed going. If you, if you saw me throw up um, the people's pictures up there, um, we've got a number of people joining us through Zoom, and they'll be able to share in the worship and meeting with us live, as well as I believe, and Adam can nod at me if it's correct, we're also on YouTube right now. No, we're not on YouTube right now live. That was a whole other trying to sort things out. Um, but if you want to raise your hands and wave backwards as much as you can at all those who are worshiping from home, and we know that God's Spirit joins us together as we worship and work today. May we feel God's presence in this time and always. Oh, now we're going the wrong way. There we go. It's been a while since I've done the PowerPoint and, and leading service, but a couple of announcements for us today. Um, for next Sunday, a couple of changes. Um, we'll no longer have to reserve a spot um, for Sunday worship, so you can just come. We've realized that we do have enough room for everyone who is just coming. As well as last week, we had a vote that the center of the, of the um, church will be opened up. We're not gonna remove the ropes from the side so that it will be social distance still from along every other pew. Um, but in the pews, you can sit beside other people if you'd like, please continue to social distance. But it means um, that you know, if, if, you, if two of you, three of you, four of you fit along that row, groups, whatever, you can sit beside one another again instead of being your own little islands. You can be islands together beside each other. So we're looking forward to that. It's um, thank you all for the great care you've shown each other um, and our community that has helped us ease some of these restrictions. Um, you still be required to wear a mask um, and social distance, as I said. And these side pews remain um, for people who want to just be in their own island, more spaced out. Um, those will be for um, people who want that bit of more of a space around them. And um, they won't be assigned seats, so you can sit wherever you'd like. Um, at this time, proof of vaccination will still be required. And thank you for understanding and support of that. Um, for today's service, we're doing something a little different. We're in a new space. Um, this is just so that we could do the Zoom um, at the same time. Thank you for coming down. Thank you for gathering. Thank you for gathering from home. Um, we're gonna be doing our annual meeting during worship. Today, we're hearing the transfiguration story, the story of Jesus on the mountaintop. Um, and the story that follows just after that is Jesus and his disciples going back down to heal and to care and to stand up for justice. And it reminds us that worship and work are one, and that's what we are celebrating today. We look forward to another year where we have pizza again. That will come. We know it will. Um, but today, when you go home and have your lunch, um, continue to feel the love of God and the love of community sharing in that, whole, in that meal with you. Um, we ask that just because of the way things are set up, that when we sing hymns, you're welcome to sing. Again, please sing quietly, um, but that you remain seated. That way you're not blocking the camera from, from seeing the front. Um, if you want to speak during the meeting, um, there'll be a microphone over here and um, you'll be invited. We'll go over some of the meeting pieces um, right before we begin our meeting. 
Our Lent study begins this Wednesday. Um, there are daily readings and then a Tuesday Zoom gathering. The study we are doing is the United Church's 40 Days of Engagement on Anti-Racism. Um, if you are interested, please let me know. The readings are online. They'll be posted on our Facebook page as well, but I've got a chart where you can click and get to each reading. So if you're interested, please um, email me or contact me and let me know. As well, um, sharing that Craft Plus will be meeting this week, this Tuesday in the Friendship Room. So we are, um, we are excited with, along with all the Craft Plus members that they can gather once again in the Friendship Room. Before we begin our worship, um, many of us, well, all of us, I believe, our hearts are breaking um, as we watch what is happening to the people in Ukraine. Um, many of us never thought there'd be a time when we'd see a European country invaded by another country. Um, many of us thought we would never see it again, having lived through something similar. Um, so our hearts break. We join in lament with uh, the people of Ukraine and the people throughout the world, and we hold them in prayer. I invite you to join with me in prayer. Our prayer comes from the Archbishop um, Jesse Webley and Archbishop Stephen Cottrell from um, York in the UK. God of peace and justice, we pray for the people of Ukraine today. We pray for peace and the laying down of weapons. We pray for those who fear for tomorrow, that your spirit of comfort would draw near to them. We pray for those with power over war or peace, for wisdom, discernment, and compassion to guide their decisions. Above all, we pray for all your precious children at risk and in fear, that you would hold and protect them. We add to this prayer all who have become refugees, those countries who are welcoming people fleeing, all who've had to stay. We pray for the people protesting and remembering the people in Russia who are protesting and doing that risky act and those who are unable to speak out. We pray this in the name of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Amen. And we light a candle as a candle for peace for Ukraine. And we join these prayers with the people throughout the world. And as we begin our worship today, we recognize that here at Grace United, we are located on Treaty 45 and a half territory and on the traditional territories of the Ottawa, Mississauga, and Anishinaabawaki nations. And this area is home to Saugeen Ojibwe Nation and the Chippewas of Nawash unceded territory, unceded First Nation. May God ever lead us in healing, in truth, and reconciliation. And let us sing, let us build a house.
did forget one announcement, a, a thank you. Um, one of the reasons, well, what big reason why we're able to do the Zoom and in person today, and that we'll be able to do that in the future. Um, one is we have got an amazingly skilled tech person, Adam. So thank you, Adam. And also over the years, people have generously shared with the church for special projects through our special gift fund. And that has allowed us to buy the technology we have now, but also the technology that's in my office that will allow us to live stream and connect with people in this new way um, when we have that set up in the sanctuary. So thank you to all who have supported the special gift fund, those who have supported the general fund, allowing us to continue to worship and to explore new ways of worshiping together. And thank you for our stewardship committee for overseeing our special gift fund. And let us join in our call to worship. A vision on a mountaintop as Jesus, Moses, and Elijah appear. The disciples reawaken to the holy in their midst. Songs of praise, prayers of need, worship shared in community. Time to ponder the sacredness of being. The rising of the sun, new life waiting for spring's warmth, reminders of creation's value. The connection of friendship, the comfort of community, God's presence is known and life is blessed. And we join together in prayer. God of all seasons and ages, we gather in worship for the annual meeting of our congregation. We give you thanks for your presence this past year and recognize the many challenges that we have faced. We pray for our, your guidance in this meeting, that your Holy Spirit may open our hearts to hear one another as we consider the issues close to the life in Christ. As we offer our gifts in your service, keep us mindful of your Son, Jesus Christ, who always sought your guidance and your will. Amen. And I invite Sally to come and share the reading for today from the microphone over there. The scripture reading today is from Luke 9, 28 to 36 the transfiguration. Now about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. 
not knowing what he had said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent in those days. No, in those days, no one told any of the things that they had seen. And our gift of music is a special song by, from, um, shared, with, shared by our firm committee.
I hope you could hear it okay. And if, 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 you, if you want to watch it again, it will be on our YouTube recorded service. Um, but it was really moving. I, I, I was looking at that, so I couldn't see all of you. But then all of a sudden, at the chorus, I could hear all your singing and that beautiful coming together um, to sing of God's love for all is powerful. As we gather in our time of our meeting, we remember that story of, of Jesus on the, um, the mountain, the, the moment of worshiping God and that holy moment of experiencing God's glory that not only stays in the mountain, but leads to the work of the disciples, the work of the followers of Christ, the work of love and justice and healing and community. And we celebrate that in our annual meeting as we take this time as worship, but also as the work. So I invite um, Pat and Larry to come to the front as we begin our meeting. Um, for those who, have, who are on Zoom, you will be getting the votes by poll. And what we'll be doing is anytime we vote in the sanctuary, we'll be pausing to wait for the vote, the poll vote on Zoom. And that will, um, um, that will allow all people to vote. If you are on Zoom and you would like to speak, um, wave, or if you know how to raise the hand icon, please do that. And um, I'll make sure that um, your questions are asked as well. Are we ready to start? We are ready. Okay. And thank you for all your work, McCall, with that technology today. You almost need a couple of extra hands, don't you? <laughs> Anyways, um, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for being here for our annual meeting for Grace United Church. Uh, welcome not only to those of you who are here in person, but also to our friends who are following along on Zoom. We need to get turned up. Pardon me? We need to get turned up. Okay. Turned up. Is that better? That's better? Okay. Um, anyway, so I, first of all, I just said thank you, so I won't do that again, and welcome. Uh, and McCall and Adam will be looking after the technology part while I lead the meeting, and we're really grateful that McCall and Adam are working on that, so we are able to try this meeting in this format. We're meeting today under unique circumstances. Before last year, for our annual meeting, we would be sitting at a table in the church hall here, surrounded by our church friends. We would have filled our tummies with pizza provided by the stewardship committee. Uh, we may be fundraising, or sorry, finishing our coffee, admiring the table decor, maybe munching on a candy uh, as we uh, went through our annual meeting. A time to review what we've been doing as a church for the last year and making some general plans for the future. Last year, to be safe and inclusive with the pandemic in full swing, we met by Zoom, which was new technology for many of us. This year, we're taking baby steps forward. We are with our church friends. We're maybe socially distanced and masked up, but we are in the CE Hall. I know we're all praying that we're moving to the end of this difficult time, as well as meeting in person here, of course, 
We're also connected by Zoom to those who are following at home. For anyone who doesn't know, my name is Pat Blackmore and I've been serving as board chair for the last, starting to be now several years, taking up, taking the minutes, thank you, <laughs> is Larry Howes, the congregational board secretary and Larry has been doing that job for a very long time, haven't you Larry? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we're so glad he does. Welcome to everybody. I now call this meeting to order. This year we do not need to worry about an attendance sheet. We'll be able to make a record for the attendance based on the attendance sheet for in-person worship and the presence, your presence on the Zoom screen. I'm sure many of you have printed off the annual report and the agenda for this meeting or have picked one up when you came in today. Uh, the agenda is on the first page if you want to follow along. The meeting agenda was printed um, before the decision was made to embed the annual meeting into the regular worship service today. If you are uh, following the agenda, you will see that we will not have to do the lighting of the candle or the worship section of the annual meeting as those items have already been done. We will now turn to the uh, reading the in memoriam names. In 2021, we were saddened by the passing of several members of our congregation. I will read the in memoriam names, followed by a time of silence. Jean Thibodeau, John Frederick, Paul Runge, Verna Whaling, Jurgen Dankel, Coralie Corlett, Francis McCurdy, Joe Lamont. May their memory be a blessing. In the last year, our Congregational Board has adopted some recommendations on how to conduct ourselves during a meeting. These holy manners are recommended by the United Church. I think you would agree that our board meetings and our annual meetings have been cordial and respectful, but it's a good thing to be able to verbalize our standards for conducting ourselves. The holy manners are included on page four, and you can read those on your own. We are here because we care about our church. It's an important part of our lives. The annual meeting is an opportunity to celebrate the good things that happen at Grace United. Thank you. But we also recognize the need to make it official. So we have a number of motions to pass in order to make this meeting official. This year, rather than asking for volunteers for movers and seconders, which can take up a fair bit of time, I've called on members of the board to help out with some of those procedural motions and help things move along. An official meeting needs a chair and a secretary. Paul Cruikshank will make a motion to name Pat Blackmore as chair and Larry Howes as secretary. It will be seconded by Jerry Asling. Any discussion? Uh, if you wish to speak, raise your hand. Okay, so we'll uh, 
We'll vote on that. All in favor? McCall, okay? Um, seven in favor. Okay. Against? Abstaining? Okay, that passes, Larry, so you can stay sitting there. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Pat Hayes will make a motion to grant voting privileges for this meeting to adherents for all matters. It's seconded by Don Blanchard. Any discussion? Uh, all in favor? Opposed? Abstaining? Are we okay, Michael? All in favor. Okay. The agenda for the meeting is listed on page one of the 2021 annual report. As already mentioned, the candle lighting and the worship section has already been done. Sylvia Stewart will make a motion to accept the agenda as printed. It's seconded by Doris Kobe. Any discussion? Okay, all in favor? Against? Abstaining? Okay, that motion. All in favor. Okay. The minutes of the annual meeting for 2020 are printed on pages two and three of the report. Please take a look. Catherine Dankel will make a motion to adopt the minutes as printed. It is seconded by Bob Blackmore. Any discussion? Was there something there? No? It said on the minutes, it had the wrong date? Okay, 2021, okay. Um, oh, I see, what, I see what you're saying, yeah, okay. Thank you. Uh, anything else? All in favor? Against? Abstaining? The printed reports for the action teams and the committees begin on page 15. I'm asking the authors of those reports in particular to take a good look, although they've likely already reviewed those. Are there any amendments to those reports needed? Yes. Sorry, Sylvia. And we'll come to that one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Anything else about, about the action team uh, reports? Okay. Then Don Blanchard will make a motion that the printed reports of the action teams be received for information, seconded by Kathy McCartney. Any other discussion? All in favor? 
against, abstaining. Okay, are we okay, McCall? All are in favor online. Okay. On page three is the nomination report for the official board. Uh, there is one change, and this is what you were talking about, Sylvia. Uh, we're sorry to report that Sylvia Stewart will be stepping away from her board position representing Christian development. Due to new regulations, she cannot be our financial reviewer and also be a board member. She will be replaced by Laura Lee Hicks. Laura Lee has been on the board previously and we welcome her back again. So uh, that's the change, a change for our official board. Page Five has the committee membership for uh, 2022. Take a look at that. Are there any names to be added to or deleted from what is printed? Yes. Okay. Don Blanchard's name needs to be added to stewardship. Anything else? Catherine. And Catherine's added to finance. Anybody else? Okay, making those two uh, corrections here. Um, what an active group of committed church members we have. When you read the reports about committee activities, you see how active they are, even during the pandemic. Thank you to those who, have, who are serving as volunteers on committees. And all of our committees, I know, would welcome new members. Being on a committee is not an onerous task, and it's a great way to get to know what goes on at Grace and to get to know some of the great folks who make up our Grace community. It also allows a direct opportunity to make your voice heard when input is needed. Speak to a committee member if you're interested in joining one of these groups, either now or in the coming months. And I now call on uh, George uh, to review the financial report for 2021 and the budget for 2022. Thank you, Pat, and good morning, everybody. Got up this morning, the sun was shining. Went to come here, and it was snowing. Live in Canada, eh? <laughs> Never know what you're gonna get. What is it? If you don't like the weather now, wait 15 minutes and it'll change. Anyway, as you see in the uh, financials, in the report there, in the financial statement for last year, um, we did end the year with a profit. The way we obtained that profit was through the government subsidies that we were eligible for. If it wasn't for that, we would have been uh, been in a, a different situation. 
As far as 2022 goes, as you can see, we've produced a balanced budget. And this was based on many different factors. One of them was that we could put COVID in the rearview mirror and leave it there and do some of the things that we had done in the past that we couldn't because of COVID. However, we're two months in and no subsidies. So right now, things are getting tight again. And it may stay that way for a little while. There's new regulations coming out in the coming, in the coming weeks that will say what you can and cannot do. We need to think outside of the box when we look at some of the projects that we've done in the past and what are things that we can do in the future. If you notice in the newspapers, every once in a while there's a little report from some organization that in spite of COVID ran a very successful fundraiser. They thought outside of the box. They said we can't pack a hall full of people, but we can pack a lot of bellies if they want to come and pick it up. Meals on wheels or whatever you want to, you want to call it is basically what it comes down to. You drive up to the door, you hand them your, your receipt that you've already paid for it, they'll give you your meal. Away you go. Go home. You can crack open a, a beer, a bottle of wine, or have a coffee with it, whatever your preference is, and do it that way. You can't do it as a hall full of people. Maybe in the coming months that will change enough that we may not be able to pack a hall full of people, but I think that we would, should be able to run a lot of people in one door and out the other. So a group could, could sit at a table and, and be there and enjoy a meal, a little bit of fellowship, Next, we run around, clean off the tables, reset them, somebody else comes in. And there, there's different things that we could look at for that. There's a whole variety of things. Uh, the Finance Committee met recently and produced a whole list of different ideas, ways to make money. And when we talk about making money, it's not that you have to reach into every one of your pockets to make this thing successful, you know, yes, you can help, but the other way you can help is to advertise. Family, friends, whatever. You know, we may have to spend a few dollars to put an ad in the paper, you know, maybe across the bottom of a page or whatever, whatever it works out to, to say that Grace United Church is doing this. And these fundraisers that we're going to do throughout the year that we have in mind, we may not pull them all off, but if we get most of them, it'll help. And that is that we're raising the funds for the operation of the church. Mission and service and local mission and service are being looked after. We can keep you up to date as to the progress on those, but we have to earn the dollars to keep the lights on, keep the heat on, keep the doors open, and do those kinds of things. 
spend a buck to make a buck, and hopefully that we're not spending more than we're making. So it's going to take a lot of work on everybody's part to pull this off. We've got a few little things that we're going to do uh, during a service. We'll pick a, pick a date and we'll run a little project in there. Uh, it, it's, it's just cash, all it is. And it'll be a way that somebody can donate a dollar, somebody can donate $60, somebody can donate $50 you know, whatever they pull out of the hat kind of thing. Uh, different groups have tried this within the United Church, and, you know, depending on the size of the congregation, they've made some, some pretty good dollars at it. And all it is is just an extra contribution. Bill Brown stood here three years ago, when he had completed the financials and was looking ahead and, and said, a dollar a day, a dollar a day throughout the year, $365 or $360. If you did $30 a month extra throughout the year, depending on what the participation is, but you know, you could look at Twenty to thirty thousand dollars extra, and that's what we're going to need. That's that's what this budget was based on, and we have to look at fundraising, run a, a couple of concerts, whatever to get people. And I again, I'm saying the general public. You know, these people haven't had live music for over two years now. And when it starts up, it's going to be there because all the groups are anxious to get out and perform. But, you know, what, what can we do in that regard? Um, and the thing about it is that every dollar that we bring in, there's small amounts in different areas for making some money here, making some money there, whatever. And every dollar that we make there takes the pressure off the local fund because we need to raise $167,000 in there to make it work. And we haven't been able to do that for the last few years. If it wasn't for the government subsidies, we would have been, we would have been sunk. The building would have been closed, there'd be no staff, there'd be nothing going on. We'd have to, you know, pay for some heat, some hydro, you know, do the, the minimum things and, and do it that way, but we elected to the board elected to keep the doors open as best we could, keep all the staff, and I think you'd, uh, you'd agree that everybody's done a fantastic job. Sally, <coughs> Sally and Heather and Laurel in the office, <laughs> she, she'd be in there working all by herself, you know, answering the phone occasionally, you know, nobody dropping in to visit, not like me where I disrupt her whole day. But. Anyway, <laughs> that's what we had. That, that's what we have to look at now. That, thank you to the government. And now it goes out to all of you. To thank you for what you can do to help keep the doors open. The, there are different ways, as, as we have said numerous times, uh, 
Um, you can do an e-transfer to treasure at gracenatedhanover.ca. You can do an e-transfer to GraceUC. Um, you can drop envelopes in the, in the plate when you can. You can drop them in the office. You can put them in the slot here. You can, you can mail them in. Whatever method you choose will work. It'll, it will all help. The other one that we have, and I'm going to refer back to the dollar a day, is the PAR program. And basically all you do is you set it up through Laurel, and for this part of the, the program, I know there are several people here today that use PAR, and that's great. However, that only covers a small portion of our expenses. Our expenses run at about $18,000 a month. By the time we pay salaries and heat and hydro and, and everything else, everything that we need to, to run an organization, that's what it comes to. Our guaranteed income for a month, the guarantee that we get through PAR is just around $4,000. There's a big gap in there that we have to fill. What I would like to suggest is that if people were willing to give an extra $30 a month, in, adi in, in addition to what you already give, but you signed up for PAR, now if you're on PAR, you would just increase by $30. But if you were signing up for PAR for the first time, you'd put $30 and for the local fund. And that would help. If we can take that $4,000 a month that we get and increase that to six dollars or $8,000, that cuts our deficit. We get some rentals in the hall. There's a lot of different groups that are back in here now and hopefully we can get more than rental income will we'll add into that. Also at the same time we can, you know, we have the box out there that says, you know, did you like, you know, visiting the church for the project or whatever's going on, you know, and people put money in there. And when people come out and we can get more people inside the building for the service, more envelopes going in the plate. We're not going to pass the plate around again this year. We'll, do, we'll have it set up at the back there where you can drop your envelope in. But next year we should be able to go back to that where we can pass it amongst everyone and they can shake the change out of their purse or whatever, you know, and, and throw it in the plate. It all helps. Every bit of it helps. So something like that, $30 a month, dollar a day, there's 365 days in a year, so we'll give you a coffee and donut for the $5 and do that. Uh, the trunk sale will be sometime this year, 
hopefully, hopefully early, get a jump on it because everybody will be out there wanting when the weather's good. You know, you pretty well figure from the May 24th weekend on, there will always be at least one in town, if not more. And uh, I was talking to a neighbor. He said, yeah, how do I get rid of all the stuff that my wife is cleaning out of the house? I said, what about your golf clubs? He said, no, they're not going. <laughs> but anyway, I said, you know, the church is going to have a, a yard sale, a trunk sale. Would you consider donating it? Because he was going to take it and donate it somewhere else. So I said, I asked him. He said, sure. So he drove out of his driveway and backed up mine up the hill, and we loaded it in the garage. So I've reboxed it all, but it's still eight or ten boxes of, of stuff sitting there that we have already. That's in addition to what I already have from our house, but not my golf clubs. But there's an example of, of just talking to somebody. And we have another neighbor who is going to... <laughs> she's in the process of it. I shouldn't say going to. She's in the process of cleaning up all of her surplus stuff after she moved from Toronto to Hanover, as well as her parents. Talk to her and say, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, we can help you. Decide what you want to get rid of. We'll get rid of it for you. And do that. Another thing that came out of the talking to the first neighbor was there were bags of clothes and clothes don't do well at a, at a yard sale but Don and Jan got together and went through it and Jan's eyes just lit up designer labels and that's the kind of stuff that she likes in the store so we took all that stuff to the store and Jan's going to sell it through the store So there you go, there's an ad. <laughs> but the thing is that the money from those sales, the, the profit out of that, will come to the church. Okay, so if everybody here, you know, even looked through the closet and said, well, I haven't worn this in 10 years, and I haven't worn this in five years, or I haven't worn this since the wedding back in 1987, <laughs> hey, it was a designer label. But it's an idea that you can turn that stuff into cash for the church. And that would be set up under your names. So you would know how much you, you get from that. You give it to the church, you'll get a receipt for it. Okay, and the same thing with, <clears throat> with the trunk sale, hopefully this year we can do it where, you know, whatever people fill in the hall here, you know, we can go back to getting receipts for that for tax purposes. Then all you did was clean out a room or two or a basement or a garage or whatever and do that. Those are some of the things that, that we have to do. And as time goes on, we're going to expand on this more and more to keep you aware of what's happening. And what I'm going to do this year is, is I'm going to give you quarterly updates as to where we are. This is what we took in. This is what our expenses were. 
And this is what the bottom line is. And I can guarantee you that for the next few months, the bottom line is going to be in the red. I know that right now. And it's typical for this time of year. I know that a lot of people like to make that one donation at the end of the year. And one month is fine, but we got 12 months of expenses. And out of, that, out of all the expenses that we have, there's only about $4,000 that is an annual payment that we have to make. The rest of it is all monthly. You know, we have to pay, the, pay for the water monthly. We have to pay for the hydro monthly. We have to pay salaries monthly and do that. So those are the things that we have to cover. That there's where we have to, to look at down the road. And hopefully, when things are back to a more normal state, you know, I can actually do a monthly budget and see, you know, exactly what we need each month. We know what we need at the end of the year, whatever the expenses are, that has to equal the income. You know, monthly will give us a better handle on it and do that. Are there any questions? Bob? Um, I should paint the block. I've been living under as far as finances are concerned, but I was surprised to see 17000 and change per month um, as an expense to run the church. Yes. Yeah, that, that's what we have to that's what we have to aim for. If we did as I said, a dollar a day, thirty dollars a month, and we'll give you the five dollars so you can go buy a Tim's and a donut and or, or whatever, you know, and do it that way, then that's a big help. It takes the pressure off me. Anybody you know, there's several board members here. <laughs> They could, they could vouch for how I get at the board meetings when I look at this. Um, I was asked to step in and fill a position, and I, I, I kind of took it on with a, with a gusto. And as Don will say, that you know, I, I work at it and work at it and work at it, and it's all over the counters in the kitchen and the dining room table and, and uh, in, our, uh, in our office and, and whatnot. And I, I get up and I, I work on it, and I. I look for ways to make things work and how to present it and whatnot. And then I go outside and shovel snow or cut the grass or whatever and come back and, you know, look at it again. And, and then I clean it all up. We have supper. And the next day I bring it all back out again and, and start the process all over again so that I can keep the board informed as to what's going on and do that. So, Any other questions, thoughts, concerns? I got one from online. Um, Doug Kaufman says, um, thank you to George um, for your stewardship of our finances through this pandemic. Um, thank you. Thanks, Doug. He also invites um, us to think about using um, different wording. Um, instead of profit, using a word like positive balance just to shift away from kind of business um, language to um, spiritual language. So just a suggestion from him as well. 
and I'll see if anyone else wants to speak. Also, just um, a point of order, if, if you would like to raise a question, um, if you're able to, please come to the microphone. That way, um, people at home can hear you better. We, Adam and I have been typing in comments from the floor. Okay. Thank you. I'll just check my mind to see if there's anyone else. Does anyone else want to raise a question or a comment? We need a motion there. I'm, I'm going to do that, yeah. Just to see if there's any more questions. <clears throat> okay. So, if there's no more um, questions about George's, <coughs> excuse me, financial report, uh, George is going to move that we pass the review of the financial report uh, for 2021, seconded by Adam Olivero. I think we've had the discussion. Um, all in favor? Against? Abstaining. Okay. Okay. Good. And then uh, George had also will also be making a motion to adopt the 2022 budget, and that is seconded by Doris Colby. Is there any discussion about that? Or any further discussion? Okay, all in favor? Against? Abstaining? Okay, great. So, thank you, George. And uh, uh, Doug kind of uh, stole my thunder here because uh, I was going to thank George as well. We're blessed to have George stepping into the role of treasurer of our church. And uh, we're so grateful to have him in that role both in 2020 and in 21. It has not been business as usual when it comes to finances. A huge number of changes were needed, um, applications for government grants and all sorts of follow-up. So we were so glad that we've got George with us. Um, we also need to thank you, our congregation, for stepping forward with your continued donations to keep the church viable. Uh, and it's so critical at, at the very time, as George was saying, when we've had to cancel many of our traditional fundraising opportunities. Moving ahead on page 19 is the mission and service financial picture and budget for 2022. The motion uh, to accept the objective as printed is moved by Jerry Asling and seconded by Kathy McCartney. Any discussion of that? Uh, all in favor? Objecting? Abstaining? Okay, good. We have already discussed the members of the official board, which was on page three, and the committee members, which was on page five, and made some corrections. If there's no further corrections, Pat Hayes will make the motion to accept the appointment of the officers and the committee members, and that is seconded by Sylvia Stewart. Any further discussion? All in favor? 
Objecting. Abstaining. Sylvia Stewart is again willing to let her name stand for appointment to be a financial reviewer. Uh, and she reviews the financial records of Grace United Church. George Blanchard will make the motion to appoint uh, Sylvia, seconded by Catherine Dankel. Any discussion? All in favor? Obje objecting? Abstaining. Uh, Sylvia, thank you for sharing your talents and your skill with us this way. As well, we are looking uh, for others who might be willing to help with reviewing the financial records. This is not a regular monthly job, but it's something that's done before the annual meeting in January. Um, as we know, the more folks helping out, the less work it is for all of us. So speak to George or Sylvia if you're interested in trying something like that. And then for new business. I'm sure some of you maybe have forgotten this, but we were updating the Grace United Church Constitution. Uh, some of these changes were done. We had one section that was left to do having to do with our action teams and committees. Uh, then the pandemic started and we never got that done last year. It must have fallen off our to-do list for uh, 2021. So uh, in 2022, we will get that constitution finished up and you can look forward to hearing about it at next year's annual meeting. We'll have it done by then, I'm sure. And I don't think there's any more new business at this time. I have a few thank yous though, because we're all a team here. It takes all of us working together. First of all, thank you to Adam and to McCall for all the technical support to make this meeting possible in this format. Also to George and Larry for their help with the setup yesterday. And also thank you to McCall for the idea of putting the annual meeting into the regular service. Uh, it certainly cuts down on the length of sitting we have to do and increases the likelihood that folks are able to be here in person. I also thank Laurel for all the extra work putting the annual report together and getting it sent out. Uh, as a church, we have many blessings, and one of them is our wonderful staff. We have a fantastic music department with Yuki and Beth. We have Sally working with the seniors. Uh, she comes up with just one great idea and activity after another. Uh, so does Heather, uh, working with the youth and children. Uh, as we've mentioned, Laurel is such a gem, working behind the scenes, and she's always has such a professional, helpful manner. We appreciate everybody's flexibility and creativity to reinvent the roles to meet our needs during the pandemic. Uh, we're glad that Randy, our custodian, has been so flexible and uh, has been able to continue working with us over the last year as well. As always, thanks to the folks on the committees, um, all the things that you people have done, even with the pandemic. Thank you to the board members. Uh, 
we have had to set aside so many of our traditional agenda items and forged ahead with all the work involved with the huge number of unique items we have had to respond to in the last year. Uh, we have uh, done a lot of work in terms of closing the church, opening the church, online worship, in-person worship, um, and we have shown a lot of flexibility and willingness to adopt in teamwork. We've done a lot of pivoting, sometimes on very short notice, in the last two years. And of course, of all those board members, special mention again goes out to Adam, whose technical expertise was invaluable. And also a, spec a second mention to Paul Cruikshank on property committee, who has had lots of changes uh, to work with over the last two years to keep the church safe for us. And I hear, Paul, you had a visitor at the church that you had to remove this morning. So Paul is always on the job. <laughs> He's flown the coop. Good. Okay. <laughs> we didn't really want him at this meeting. And lastly, to McCall. Uh, we have a fantastic church family here, but we're lucky to have you with us. Your caring for us shines through in all your actions. Leadership is not a position or a title. It's demonstrated by your actions and the example that you set. Uh, time after time during this challenging past year, McCall, you have demonstrated this. We know there have been times of difficulty. We continue to be blessed to have your guidance, support, and spiritual leadership as we travel down this path. Thank you. Uh, and just um, in summary, 2020 was a tough year. 2021 was also a year of many and unknowns. Now, as we move to 2022, we're all praying that the COVID numbers continue to head in the right direction. The pandemic has changed and constrained our lives and the way our church operates. While we remember that as a church family, we still have so many blessings. What the pandemic has reinforced for us is the worth of each of us and the support that we give each other as we work through our challenges. We extend our gratitude and blessings to everyone who is part of this church for their continued sharing of their gifts and talents and for caring for each other. I know we will all work together to continue with Grace United being a church with heart in the heart of the community. And thank to, thanks to each of you for your presence and caring today. May God's spirit continue to sustain and bless us as we continue our journey in 2022. This is the end of our annual meeting. A motion to adjourn. Paul, can you make, I'm sure you'll make that motion. And McCall, I will turn it back to you for the conclusion of the service. Well, thank you again for all the way you've, you've helped today with the, the meeting. Um, it's been really neat to have, see all of you, and you can't see everyone at home, but to be able to 
join in that way and to share in worship and our meeting in that way is um, amazing. Thank you for all your patience and skill in doing that. I invite us to join in prayer. Let us pray. Ever-present God, our meeting has ended, but life in you begins anew. We thank you for the freedom in which we gather and for the privilege of being called to serve together as Grace United Church. For the decisions we have made and the visions we have glimpsed, for the challenge we have met, the challenges we have met, and the joys and successes we celebrate. We thank you. As we have gathered this day, we also remember all those who are on our minds. We pray for all who are mourning the death of a loved one, and we remember those names that were mentioned today. We pray for all who are wrestling with medical decisions. We pray for all who are struggling with loneliness and isolation. We pray for all who are wondering how to make ends meet. We pray for the people of Ukraine, those with family and friends in Ukraine. We pray for peace for all who experience violence and fear. We pray for all who work in public health, those administering vaccinations and those providing education and resources. We pray for all who are on our hearts this day, who we name now in the silence of this moment. Bless us each, bless each of us, we pray, O oh God. As we return to our families and homes, help us to carry out the work that is now before us and keep us faithful each in our own unique ways, to the light, the truth, and the life of Jesus, in whose name we rejoice and go forth. We pray all this remembering his words and joining together in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And let us join in singing, Go to the World.
Friends, as we conclude this time of worship in our annual meeting, may we know that God is always with us, inspiring us and leading us. And may we always remember that each and every one of us is blessed to be a blessing. Friends, let us go in love, let us go in peace, and let us go with God. Amen. We'll give our voice.